Hey, girlfriends. Hey, hey girlfriends. Hey, it's nice to be here uh, sharing my revelation for the week. Yes, Sister Ebony. Yes, yes, yes. I'm on the ones and twos today. (laughs) So there's this thing called patience. Mm. And we have to exercise it every day Mm -hmm. at work, Mm -hmm. on your way to work, Mm -hmm. with your family. Yes. And with your friends. Yes. So it's also this thing of maturity and we come into it as time goes on. And I had to learn to exercise patience with people that may not be where they need to be on that walk with maturity. Mm. Because I too once was there. Yes. Amen. So so that's my revelation for the week. You know, when you're dealing with people, they might be older, they might be younger, just know. You were there once. Mm-hmm. And you may need to just, you know, extend a little patience, be understanding. Don't be so quick to get upset because you would want that same thing to be extended to you. So that's that's my revelation for this That's week. a good word. Patience. Like it's patience. a virtue. Mm. Mm. It sure is. I know I be having a... Shoot. I'm sorry. I'm impatient as a motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's the problem with most of us is that we're impatient as hell. Yes. But you really do have to learn to be... I, I like that word. That's a good word, sister. That was real nice. It spoke to my heart. Yeah. Hey, girlfriends. Well, hey. It's, hey. It's Sammy. It's E. And E. <laughs> and we got Sister Ebony joining us. Thank you for extending your, um, or opening up your home for yes, us today. Thank you. Amen. Uh, but we, you know, we always kick it off with the good WCW. So this week, um, my WCW is actually Sister Kamala Harris. Mm. And yes. we'll get into more about what she's doing and that lovely breakfast uh, Breakfast Club interview that I recently watched today. Um, and she shared a lot of interesting things that I think, um, just even in regards to her experience at Howard, um, her experience as, you know, my, well, shit, my pro fight, <laughs> um, you know, joining sorority, being on the debate team, being very active in how it helped her today. And I, I thought that, like, you know, me and, were you on the, were you doing mock trial? I did mock trial. You did mock trial a for, a, for a second. But e, me and E <laughs> definitely <laughs> did mock trial for the extended period of time. Yes. And um, learned, I learned a lot about, like, you know, the courtroom and, like, debating and, and having a valid argument and how to, like, follow up with it. And I thought it was interesting because, like, me and Bay always have these, like, discussions um that really get super emotional and when we were watching the interview she was he like immediately stopped and he was like see you hear what she said because she said something like um when you're debating like there's no emotions or like personal opinion involved it's just Mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be rather right 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 and so i just thought that was an interesting point of the interview of course she talked about a number of things and we can talk about that later but Kamala's doing her thing. She also raised $3 million for her campaign, and she said that she's not accepting any corporate dollars, which I thought was amazing. Um, And she said that's mainly just from her colleagues and her peers sending $20, $15. Mm -hmm. She said little um, increments of donations really helped her raise $3 million already. Sounds like Obama. Yes, it's a yeah. people's movement. A people's mm-hmm. movement, definitely. So, um, Charlemagne seems convinced that she might be uh, running for president. I've been convinced. I've been oh, seeing the move. She so. says she's looking at what's in front of her. So, we'll see. Yeah. You have a WCW to share, Ebony or E? I had one, and I literally, like, I, I cannot find her. Okay. Um, 
it'll come to me, I'm sure, somewhere later on in the show. Okay, well, let's talk about it later. Um, also, shout out to Sister Neek. She is uh, yes. still enjoying the rest of her vacation. Slash um, birthday slash turn Slash birthday up. turn up. Yes, happy 25th, sis. Happy birthday, girl. Time that she was lit. She was lit. This is the most time I ever she seen her. She came right? Yes. yes. Turn, again in her life. Yes. Um, so we'll be looking forward to those pictures and videos soon. But until then, we got a kid. That's, yes, I remember. Okay, great. Okay. My, <laughs> my WCW this week is um, Tasty from Orange is the New Black. Her name is Danielle last name I'm struggling on right now <laughs> but I she's on WCW this week because she to me just really embodies like positivity and someone that I look to like she's very uplifting very like positive and spunky I think she takes a lot well we saw Tasty go a dark way this past season oh I ain't even but prior to I think she brings a lot lot of light to that character mm-hmm. and I think she really brings a lot to, of herself to the character but shout out to her because she just completed her first like Spartan race which is one of those like real hard I'm Superman and I like to jump off mountains and what? like go off it's like a, one of them wild little triathlon <laughs> type shits mm-hmm. or whatever where they be like going through mud and oh. it's like one of the hardest things that like you can physically do and she just completed it and That's I mean you know that just goes to show like don't be count like I mean she did it and she doesn't look like the person who would most likely do something like right that. right but she did it and she got it done you know what I'm saying That's what's up. so shout out to her for continuing to you know defy all odds you know all odds that's what's up shout out to your WCW yes Ebony looks like you've uh discovered I do all right let's hear it Belcalis Almazar oh is my WCW. I'm not about to play with you, bro. We're going to give Cardi a permanent because, WCW right. status on the show. <laughs> because Belkalis is just like doing it. She is pregnant. Like, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> yes. Only people is, from Atlanta oh got that. That's God. so terrible. Um, But yes, she is out here six months pregnant, we think. Yeah, yeah she's far along. Yeah. And on stage, you know, SZA posted her today saying, she saw her at 2 a.m. in the morning at Coachella and she wasn't even sitting down. Like, sister's just still working. Sizzle, what's your excuse? Mm. Well, well had she had technical. friends. She had quote unquote friends who dropped out on her at the last minute. And I technical guess the, difficulties. And technical difficulties. But and nobody else said that. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Let me, let me not take away from sis uh, right. Cardi. Just, Belkalise, we thank you for letting <laughs> us know that we can still do it all. I mean, Beyonce showed us, but you know, Belkalise, you you been. You're doing it. You she show us it. everything. And Beyonce be hiding all the time. Man, everybody got time for that. So <laughs> we appreciate you. She step back when she pregnant. Man, she protecting herself, but she though. she protect, yeah. Like what somebody like Cardi we talked about on that um, show before is like, you know, she a reality star. Like, people understand that, you know, or she understands that her life is just out there at this point. And now you're dating somebody like mm-hmm. Amigo, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Offset, who's, you know, super out there, too, and y'all living this lifestyle. Of course, everything's going to be on there. I really liked her Nardware interview that I recently saw. Yes, and I, I did. cried. I loved it. When she said... Cause I got a pink dildo in the dresser. <laughs> what she said? You can dresser. suck my dick. <laughs> and if you think I don't have a dick, 
I have, I have a dildo in my dresser. dresser. Yes. Dildo. A pink dildo in my dresser. Like, what, yeah. Cardi? Hilarious interview with Narwar, yeah. and he didn't even flinch, so I'm like, that is just But hilarious. honestly, at this point, I feel like Narwar has just seen so much wild shit. He's oh, definitely. Like, okay, that's just, I guess that's just how y'all entertainers are. Y'all are just yeah, crazy. Just and crazy. I'm a little crazy, too, so. No, nah, he's bit, he, he keeps his composure well, but great WCWs. Yes. 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 Um, so let's get into it. What y'all on? Um, I just recently saw A Quiet Place and I've never been more stressed out. <laughs> was it good? It was good, but I was so stressed out. Like Why? Why? It gives you so much. First of all, it's quiet. Like, yes, it's a quiet place, but you really walk in there forgetting that you're not really finna be hearing shit a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like, even as far as like the actors' voices, I can count on one hand the amount of times that I heard uh old dude's voice, like that he actually like spoke. A lot of the stuff, like like his wife, when she would speak to like one of the kids, mm-hmm. it was like very hush whispers. Like mm-hmm. what is the background story of this movie? Okay, so a quiet place is like apparently not that far off in the future, like at least two to four years off mm-hmm. in the future and apparently there are these things called like death angels or whatever that mm-hmm. are completely blind but have this like insanely keen sense of hearing or whatever and you know basically if they hear you they hunt you so they can't make any noise <laughs> like they can't make any like crazy noise i'm talking about if i just like drop through this bag over here then that bitch is coming is knocking on the oh door. Oh my god! Like, so they just you know live these very like calculated like putting sand on pathways mm-hmm. to like muffle their footsteps or whatever. Completely like insulating the you know bedroom. Like I mean this isn't a spoiler because I think they showed in the preview, but like the wife is pregnant or whatever. So of course you're like how right. um the baby like how right. are you even gonna bring the baby into the world I quietly like I saw these previews right. and i was real confused yeah yeah so I yeah mean, me too i didn't know that so, that's what it was I about i mean like i'm not gonna spoil anything but just no, seeing, I how, see it. seeing how they like handle that or whatever um you know then there's also things like they're gonna piss you off like i saw my i found myself being very black i <laughs> i was nigging a lot last nigging night. a lot <laughs> As a nigga, I did nig last night in that movie theater. Um, a nigga will nig. A nigga will nig, and I nigged a lot last night because I was talking to that screen. I wasn't quiet. They were. I wasn't quiet. They was quiet. I wasn't quiet. Um, and it's also very awkward. I just will suggest if you are going to see a quiet place, maybe make sure that you have like your snacks open. <laughs> beforehand <laughs> because it's just very awkward. I hate opening up chips in the movie theater, bro. open like your bag of munchies mm. in the quiet place. I'm not about to play with you, bro. Because it's not quiet at all. You do have to open it during the previews. Already That's why you cannot nig like I did <laughs> and, sh- and walk in five or ten minutes after the movie started. Well, oh, you no. be coming. Yeah. Learn from Sister E, everybody. Yes, please, please. Um, what have I been on? I have really just been working so which is my life but um have you listened to j cole i did listen to j cole i was gonna say though i feel like i've watched um something recently that i enjoyed i mean a lot of like interviews i'm like actually uh just got into another discussion debate with um jt about uh khaled mm-hmm. and we we're basically talking about like dj khaled being like this 
snap sensation how he you know utilized snapchat to be like we the best and put mm-hmm. on his like you know movement and everything and how people found him to be such an inspiration but in jt's opinion it was like he's not really like he's his mo- motives is money and i'm like okay at the core of all of that you right. know it is money and i feel like with any artist you know hit one of his favorite artists is ace hood who's obviously under or was under dj Khaled, and like still baffles me to this day. i know i know but ace he actually has some good music good he does yes because when he i talks about worked very... out with jt and i'll be like who is this ace hood and i'll be like yeah he lying. He has some good records I've heard through obviously JT because I've never really listened to Ace Hood except that one record that he had. And um, anyways, not the point. The point is that you know somebody like Ace Hood who's very positive. He has his girlfriend. They do like yoga together and meditate and blah blah blah. His platform is not necessarily like being or his narrative isn't really being like spread around as much as like a Khaled. And I was like, my argument was that Khaled really pushed. He's always been himself. He's always been on right. 10. He's always been about his hustle and his money. And he's always been about inspiring people. He has so a legit I, story. Yeah. Dude he tells but, us he was sleeping in his car. Like, But no, but but people don't see that. All they see is like the fame and the glitz mm-hmm. and the, this and the that of him, you know, flexing. And he, but that's who he is. But my argument, I had to go into the archives basically to kind of prove like, no, swear, he's like this. And so we found this video of Khaled. I tweeted it on my um, Twitter, at Sammy Approved. And, um, <laughs> nah, but for real, this video is dope. It's like a, a news channel, like a local news, news channel. He was up in Cleveland doing like a radio show mm-hmm. and they was like showing him. And one thing he says, like, I always, in the beginning of the interview, I always try to inspire and lift up, uplift my people. And to, you know how Khaled is full of yeah. energy, the same person. I just thought that shit was crazy. This is like, oh, seven, right. you know what I mean? So that just goes to show you that no matter what, you know, always try to be your most authentic and genuine self because this shit will come back. You know, to yeah. follow you, and, be, and then that way people know, like this shit didn't happen overnight. A lot of times we see people's uh, stories, and you think, oh, it just happened yesterday, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Yadi is out here with a sprite endorsement, but you don't know that Yadi. Well, that's a terrible example because he kind of did just come, overnight. you know, around. But for some people it does happen. Some people it does, but for the mo- majority of the people, like a future, better example. Yeah, mixtapes. We was listening to them yes. shits in high school, and Bruh. then. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, it looks like to the people that future is this hot shit, but that didn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. He was struggling. He was right. in the slums. I mean, Tiana Taylor, too. Tiana Taylor finally getting... Why people thought they discovered Tiana Taylor at the VMAs? We've been new. We've been new. Okay, since Sweet 16. Okay. Sweet 16 days, okay. for real. Tiana Taylor is such a hidden gem. I can't <laughs> wait for the album. <laughs> I, I wish we had, had a video. Barbie doll pose. <laughs> I wish we had the video. Um, but no, her album comes out. So Kanye, yes. of course, uh, announces all this shit. But before we get to that, because that's a whole other story. That, so we no. have a few words for Kanye. Um, J. Cole. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends today, and I think she put it perfectly. Shout out to Courtney. Where she was like, I don't know if I like it because I really, really like the music or if I like it just because it's just better than his last album. Right. And that's how I kind of feel about it, too. I wasn't really a fan of For Your Eyes Only. Um, It just didn't. I can't even tell you a song. Yeah, I really can't either. I Um, can because I went to his show. I did. And so I was listening to a lot of, you know, the album, but... 
like I'm not listening to it today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he he had a great show too. Like yeah, seeing it live, I mean it's the same thing. Like I probably had listened to it once and then saw him at Made in America and I was like, okay, this is cool. But I did I still didn't go back and listen to the album mm-hmm. off of the performance or whatever. He's but also a really great performer. He is. A, he yeah, is. Exactly. That surprisingly, he is I was really like thinking he was gonna be so dry and boring. My friend was like, no. for real. When my friend was like, oh come um to you know I'm gonna be in town for this J Cole show. Like she was helping with, like merch and everything. And I was like, um okay you know like i guess i don't have nothing to do but it wasn't because i wanted to see j cole right. like i'm personally am not a huge j cole fan like he does have some bangers and he has like some cla- or a classic project for me um forest hills drive is that what it's called no i think you're talking sa- about saturday, friday, night, friday lights. night lights i'm talking yeah. about saturday night lights um but i did like forest hills yeah um it yeah. was straight but like that first project to the third, which was um, his most, there were four, four yards only. I was just like, mm. this one though, I actually really enjoy it. I think yeah. that it was strategic because he's trying to reach people that, he's trying to say a message to the people right. essentially in a way that will receive it. And so he did that in the best way possible by still saying what he needed to say, which I thought was super dope and proved to me that he's actually a, one of the best MCs right now. Like yeah. I can't really negate. I can't argue that. Yeah. When people like, I enjoy J Cole just cause that last album didn't quite grab me. I still love all of his other stuff. Um, but the whole narrative around J. Cole being, like, very boring and, like, I know some people was like, but he's not saying anything that deep. And it's just like, <laughs> y'all, neither but, you, but neither bro. is Lil Xan or Lil Tylenol or whoever is out <laughs> here Abel. talking about Gucci, Gucci, Prada, Prada, like, okay, right. OMG girl, go <laughs> with the rest of them. Like no, the point of the matter is there aren't there many lyricists out here now, anyways right. or whatever. The market is saturated with niggas saying the same shit right. over and over and right. over again. I have to quote Jeezy here. I'm gonna leave the bars to Kendrick and Cole. I mm. spit their real life. I'm a Jeezy fan, so no, you know no, I mean, but that's we all are. See, we all are. <laughs> we all are. But like that's I wouldn't even put Jeezy in that like that Lausanne. Exactly. Yeah. Like because it's niggas who spit in real shit. Like about their, you know, like if you were talking about something and it's the same thing I was saying about like these new age, like, um, uh, activists, like, uh, artists turned activists, like your killer mics to TI to, I know, I know killer Mike, but actually I saw him today too with Joy Reid and mm-hmm. he was very well spoken and he really That's made me. it clear about what the fuck he was trying to say because niggas was not fucking with Killer Mike for a minute. Yeah. But neither here nor there. The Killer Mikes, the T.I.s, the whoever's, they once were just trapped. You know, yeah. they were just artists. And yeah. they were just saying what they experienced at that time. So then when people grow and they are able to evolve like a Jeezy to recognize that he literally just gonna talk about some real exactly. shit. Exactly. I respect that. You so ain't a lyricist. Put it like this. The same David Blanner that made play uh-huh. Is the same David Banner that's out here kissing people on the hand when they first meet and calling <laughs> sure hey sis, hey queen, hey queen, right? Hey beautiful queen, right? Awkward niggas hand. evolve, <laughs> niggas evolve, niggas <laughs> evolve. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes the evolution is not all that great. I mean, and sometimes it's not the evolution, all the way there. sometimes the evolution is backwards. I right. Kanye West. Whew. 
That was a great, Everybody deep side. That was a great segue. Yeah, because I, I am tired of defending Kanye West and my love for his music. I am tired of defending his creativity. I'm tired of enabling Kanye West. And shout out to the Thank friends that for- don't allow me to enable him anymore because I'm not fucking with him no more. Like Thank the whole... Let me say this before I even say that. It's not that I'm not fucking with him. I think that Kanye West has mental, has a mental illness that I I think he knows of at this point because Charlamagne mentioned in that interview I was telling you about, E, Mm -hmm. that um, they had a conversation about mental illness and, you know, helping yourself, being aware of, like, what you're going through and all that shit. And then that, what you just sent me about Ebro, of him talking about nobody was there for him when he was addicted to opioids and all this other shit. I'm like, well... We ain't know, brother. Yeah, your fans didn't know, okay? And that's and that's fine because that's your business. Right. Or whatever. But then what Ebro also said was, he was like, I know plenty of people who was out here reaching out to Pusha T, reaching out to Scooter Braun, you know, people that are close to you trying to get a hold of you and wasn't getting nothing back. So it's like, what do you want folks to do? I mean, at this point, it's just like, and I knew it was too good to be true, man. All them tweets, and I was just like, "Is it? Is it you, Kanye? Is right. that you playing?" Right. Um, and I was just like, "He's gonna ruin this for me somehow, some way." And then he started talking about this Candace lady who was batshit crazy, and I heard Candace. Yeah. So let's read a few of those tweets. Please fill me in. I unfollowed him on Twitter. So Can I, I comment go. on the original tweets though? In the beginning, that were so motivating. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. About it. I kind of was like. This is cliche. Yeah. I felt like people were really hyping it because it was Kanye, but I'm like. Very cliche. Very yeah. general, generic. This is stuff a good word. friend would tell you, like. But this is what I will say because it's the same kind of argument I had earlier about Khaled. Everybody, know, perfect example. I was in the uh, Kroger a few seconds, uh, a few seconds, a few uh, hours or so ago. Um, getting some groceries over there off of uh, Ralph David Abernathy, Abernathy, like uh, really Cascade, but like that intersection, that Kroger, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that Kroger. Yeah, the the real hood one. Yeah. So I'm in there. It looks like uh, two kids, maybe like nine to like 12, two uh, siblings. And then what might have been the older sister, but I'm assuming it might have been the parent Um, because of the way she was just talking to them. And she was like, didn't I tell y'all to shut up? And so she says that, and they were like, still, you know how you play with your sibling. You're like you're nitpicking with them and shit like that. It was still talking, right. you know, or still playing with each other, fighting in the store. And she was like, I told y'all to shut the fuck up, like cursing at them and everything. And I'm like, okay. I kind of had this conversation too. Like kids are being shown like certain things in their homes and their environments, or like people in general just weren't necess- aren't necessarily given the same. Like they've never heard things like a "Hey King, Hey Queen." They've never heard things like "You can do this" or "You shouldn't do this" because or "We should," you know, as Black people do this. You know, they don't hear those types of things that we're always talking about. So a person like Kanye West or a DJ Khaled or whoever using utilize in their platform to say those things even as generic as they may seem may reach one person that has never heard that in their life so i was happy to see that although it was super like 
uh, duh. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But for real. some people, they don't see that type of shit. So common sense ain't common. It ain't. Yeah. You right. It ain't. You right about that, and I completely understand. But basically, Ebony, what happened was amongst all of these tweets, um, there's a lady like a right wing correspondent, Candace Owens. Owens. She's like she does I like conspiracy theories. She's like out of her mind. Mm-hmm. She thinks like Trump is the savior. Like she literally mm. said that. Um, no, no she's, she's a black, black lady this is a black girl this is a black her name girl. is candace owens, candace owens What's y'all communications like director for uh turning point usa mm-hmm. um so she's a stacy dash yes essentially, essentially. But, essentially. But, but 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 well let's just read the tweets because i do well i'll say that after you well read. he said he basically said that he likes the way candace owens thinks people knowing who Candace Owens is, Candace Owens is were like you like the way she thinks right what? like right. but she thinks all of these terrible things right and you know Ebro was just basically when he said when he spoke to Kanye on the phone Kanye basically was like I love Donald Trump you know yeah 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 he yeah said, he said I love he, Donald Trump I love Donald um, Trump and, yeah, and, that he, and other he said he loves it. the way Candace Owen thinks because it like it's a different perspective of like what we're normally told to think as black people and I'm just like Kanye no but still no no like and he and apparently he told Ebro like yeah I was gonna get on Twitter and clarify and you know it further explain what I was trying to say about, about Candace. her about Candace but then he was like no so I'ma just let them sit on it so I'm like okay so you're doing this for attention mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or I'll, he was like no I'll let them wait you know for the album to come out to hear you know what else I have to say and so Ebro was like so you're doing it for promo right essentially and then it's basically it but Kanye was denying it and it's just like no dude like you're doing this for promo you riling people up you saying stuff like you look first of all and here's one little thing y'all keep saying oh it's Kim's fault that he loves Trump Kim's campaign for Hillary right she and all the rest of them bitches was with her Right. Okay, so let's not. We can't blame this on Kim. Right. Okay, this man is just lost. He's very okay? lost. Lost in the heat of it all. He was lost I, before he got with Kim. <laughs> Mark Mark Lutchman tweeted because uh, I want to point this out because I do have, I guess. Well, I'll read it. So many liberals triggered over Trump considering drug testing food stamp recipients. If you have money for drugs, you have money to eat. There's just no way around this. Maybe your children. Dot dot dot. And she retweeted it, um, Candace Owens, excuse me. And the best tweet of the day goes to dot, 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 hashtag keep America great, hashtag make America great again, MAGA or whatever. So that particular tweet, um, I do think that, and then she goes on to say, uh, because the moment that they put on Twitter is Kanye says he likes the way far right media personality Candace Owens thinks. She goes, far right, question mark. Allow me to clarify. I believe the black community can do it without handouts. I believe the Democrats have strapped us to our past to prevent us from our futures. And I won't stop fighting until all black Americans see that I'm not far right. I'm free. So. I do not agree with all of, I don't agree with Candace Owens at all. Her views, like all of her views after like further looking into who she is and obviously being somebody who really is far right, even if she wants to deny that. Right. Um, but I do agree that as black people, we ha- we do have to like stop enabling ourselves, like even in conversations, like within the media and things that I can say and stand out about or stand up for, um, like, 
we we can't we we can progress and i do feel like we shouldn't hold on to like things of the past i think we should remember the past and i don't think somebody argued with me too that like um she's trying to like forget the past and i don't think that's what she's saying i think it's it's just a matter of that most black people a lot of black people um when it comes to like even for instance the whole food stamp thing like people being drug tested which i think is a little extreme but drug testing um in order to get food stamps you do that's a valid point if you got money for drugs you got money for uh food mm-hmm but also in the same breath, like there are like many people who are utilizing the system, white and black, right. and Hispanic mm-hmm. and whoever who utilize the system to shit. Yeah. I would the- get my damn food stamps. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it you 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 want you know what I'm saying though? Like right. I do think that we have to stop crippling ourselves in the community. Like we have to be able to say like, hey, it's possible for us to be in the same spaces if we choose to work to get there too we have to work 10 times as hard we know we have to work 10 times as hard and i think a bit of what she's saying is accurate i'm not saying that i agree with everything she's saying because i don't i don't even want to spew that narrative at all to your point about um us uplifting ourselves and not letting the past be a crutch i'm interested to know what candace has to say about what what is the solution to that what does that look like because i was having a conversation today just about uh the criminal justice system and you know abolition against prisons abolition against uh militarizing the police but what is that alternative and it has to be a reinvestment because uh, yeah we can easily say okay don't use your money for drugs but how are you going to help me get off right that's what i was going to say too so like what do you do to the what do you do for the people who are already addicted but i'm saying for people who are not necessarily there um you know what I mean? Like who are not in those situations yet, you're showing them that it's okay and that they can do the same thing. Right. So I think that's where she's coming from. And I try to understand people's sides because I feel like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody is not completely in it um, to be like, like I, I feel like there's good in everybody. It's how you choose to, to fall in line. Like we all make bad decisions. We all make poor choices and, and good choices, you know, but it's just where you lie within like what decisions you make and somebody like Trump as bad as he may be I feel like there has to be some good in that man it has to be look he is like hell no, nah fuck I that don't think so, so. but it but and then the I'm same so with happy Candace. that y'all are optimistic we need positive people like y'all in the world to see the the small mustard seed of good in people. I don't see any good in Trump right now. I'm not saying oh, yeah, that. But, but I'm saying I, but I like want to, to, to hope that it's yeah, there. Yeah. That is great that y'all are like that. I really do applaud y'all because I see shit Mother Oprah taught me that when people show you who you are, you just you believe, you believe them. them. Yeah. And if you true. show me that you are a racist, bigoted piece of shit, then that is what I am going to believe that you are. So Valid valid i mean yeah that's great but i for me but do you understand that like that part of what i'm trying to say oh yeah i I don't feel like she's completely just like the whole food stamps and drugs thing like i mean in that sense 
it it does make sense. I mean, if you out here, if you got money for your dub, you should have money. Because I be getting on niggas all the time when they be like, well, we can't go on a date, but you buying weed, though. Right. Exactly. You drinking beer with your exactly. friends, though. Right. People, but you can't put gas in my tank. Mm, Sorry. Yeah, Those like, you, you have to prioritize <laughs> or whatever. What I don't like is that when people say things like that, the automatic um, assumption is that you automatically think about black people or minorities as if we are the largest only, group of right. people on food stamps or as if we are the only group of people right. on food stamps to begin with. Right. That's going to affect a lot of these white meth heads on um, food stamps too. If <laughs> Hello? you want to put, so that's what I'm saying. Put If you want to do the drug test, that's a lot, but I get that it. That is a lot. That's a lot, but I get it. You know, but I'm just saying. Make, I want to. I want to hear the whole perspective. Like, right. I hate when we single out a couple tweets, and you know, we say, I don't know nothing about Candace Brown. I till today, I didn't know who the fuck she was. And so, for her, I mean, for us to say, you know, well, Kanye, you know, and even Kanye, like, you don't really know her for real, and you all of a sudden supporting like this the woman. way she thinks. You like the way she thinks. You don't know her, bro. Like, so. I, that's a lot what did y'all you were speaking about um reform uh criminal justice reform excuse me reinvesting is really it um no i wanted to ask you about the pardon apparently trump is trying to pardon someone who's our the late boxer it's a black man who was uh he was dating a white woman Mm -hmm. During this whatever period of time, you know, I don't know why. That's that's right. That's nice. Uh huh. And apparently, he got locked up for like uh, I don't know what the charge was. Mike pardon Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson, that's his name. I don't know what the charge was or why he was arrested, but basically because he was black and he was with a white woman, essentially. Like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, because they were together. And um, but he passed away, and so like everybody's saying that that is a plea for him to look like he's you know doing something great mm-hmm. and people are also putting uh the, it out there that obama didn't pardon him and it was raised because their his family i think his niece or cousin or somebody mm-hmm. has really been i think her name is like linda she's really been like pushing for the pardon because you know it's very rare that i think only two cases that has happened in Bush's campaign and uh, Clinton where they pardoned somebody who's passed away. Yeah, see. Because it's like, why? why? Meanwhile, Obama pardoned like 2,000 people. That I think I think that's who more, are alive. That's, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, I'm, I don't know what he... I'm going to assume that that was President Obama's like mindset and no, all No, it was. It's like, let me choose my battles. Let me choose my battles. I'm up here like, was that wrong for for him to even be, a, you know, convicted and all of that stuff? Absolutely. But there are thousands of men and women in jail right now for crimes that are not even crimes according to certain states that have legalized certain drugs right right <laughs> um, right, right right you know what i'm that's saying like, and then that was the other thing is like he could be doing more for you know like people who are alive and still exactly. have but you're just doing this for a look i mean it's it's mm-hmm. it's almost like how it's I'm, nice i want it to still happen i but, mean i know this doesn't deserve a clap the, yeah not to belittle his situation he was jailed for a year and Trump only said he's considering it. Because it's Sylvester Stallone. It, no. Reach out to that man. Apparently, Trump is a boxing fan. There's more you need to be doing. But, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I'm like why are you're this doing even this something you tweeted about? You're doing this, and then it'll be a win, I guess, in some people's eyes. But that's not going to make people magically forget that you've pardoned two people already 
who had no business being pardoned, pardoned. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You pardon a racist ass sheriff or whatever in Sheriff. Uh, sheriff. I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm Southern. A sheriff <laughs> in Arizona. And I forget the other one that he pardoned, but I know he had no business being pardoned either. So it's like yeah I, I can't you know and we can't give him no two claps and a, a rick flair i'm not giving him nothing okay mm-hmm. because everything is a reaction to try and cover up some other shit and then all of this shit to be honest is a ploy to try to get us for to forget what the hell robert Mueller is up there doing right. okay because he he really wants us to for not think about this russia shit but it's not gonna happen it's too okay? many weave pages following me i ain't gonna never forget about it Trump. your divorce lawyer is on cnn or msnbt see talking about he thinks that cohen his his other lawyer mm-hmm. is gonna flip on him because he reportedly said that he's afraid to be raped by black men in jail oh Excuse wow me. this was a thing that was said on television the lawyer the divorce lawyer said that the other lawyer Co- he thinks the other lawyer cohen the cohen, one who's yeah. uh That's house up. hotel right was uh, damn u-haul the tr- the taxi cab that he uh drove in on that morning was all rated mm-hmm. or whatever and looked through and he said that he is definitely going to flip on Trump because, according to him, he, he is afraid. Raped by black men? He is afraid oh, wow. of the booty bandits <laughs> in prison. <laughs> you best be afraid because we already called him. <laughs> I'm just like, I so I don't know, nobody way or the, the hard, hard way. way. My, he is going to be choice. My booty is mine. It belongs to me. <laughs> you cannot have my booty. But yeah, oh no, I'm just. So it's like all of that just brings us to say, and as far as we were talking about, like, um, what was it? Like Candace? How, no, yeah. Uh, but how can we, like, oh, change, change these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when solutions. I was, solutions, when I was t- uh, watching the Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala, I'm sorry. Kamala, yeah, I Kamala, keep calling her Kamala. I, yeah, when I was watching the Kamala Harris interview today, and she was talking about a program that she implemented in California. Oh, yeah, yeah, the... And, um, back back something yeah where she basically said well basically the program invested back on track track, that's what it was invested in education because she was basically saying it is cheaper to just educate people and nurture people along the way so that they don't take that that path of crime or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and that's how we prevent you know people from going to jail it's cheaper to educate a person than it is to indict a person mm-hmm. like all of this goes back to this being a capitalistic society mm-hmm. these prisons are getting paid to house any and everybody y'all know in Atlanta we have a deal with ICE and they house immigrants. It's some immigrants in there that's been there for more than a year, and they get paid fifty dollars a day for each person they house. Instead of you, these people can be paying taxpayers. They can be out here having a that's job, but you want to keep them in prison, in jail, not even sending them back home to make fifty dollars a day on them. Wow! And you know, a lot of our prisons are private. These right. are the same groups that are going to go back and invest in Republicans right. or right. invest in far right groups. So it's really just a, a cycle. They don't but, they don't but want the solutions. Speaking of education, that's what I was exactly what I was gonna say, Ebony. The, what she said, the most important thing she said was that what she wants to do is just 
she's not afraid to say what it is that the government is doing. Right. You know what I mean? And educate us in a way. Because when you read these things, and I don't know if y'all have tried to, I'm sure you have, like, reading um, these laws and, like, everything that's already set in place from years and years ago that's so outdated, you don't fucking know what the hell this shit is really yeah. saying. Like, if you're not versed in that. So... It's very difficult to say, but I respect people like her and other, you know, um, sisters and brothers out there that are involved in, you know, policy and like government and in the law to like educate people like Mm -hmm. me who have absolutely no idea Mm -hmm. when it comes to those things, because otherwise it's not plain and simple. You don't know what you're paying for. You don't know that you actually are paying for a lot of the things that you don't agree with, but you don't even know how to change that. Like you don't know who you're supposed to vote for in your local government to even, Mm -hmm. you know, make anything different. So with that being said, I encourage y'all, if you're not already registered to vote, make sure you register and go vote primaries are may 22nd yes, yes. please go this vote. was such a good topic for sister e it or ebony out. excuse me um but you had something to rant about or we ran about it already um oh that little girl sip of the week that little girl sip of the week y'all it's here <laughs> it's here some uh this is not piping hot tea it's actually pretty uh I mean, people, calm. people, it's calm. People have been debating about it on um, the Twitter. The Twitter and app. And the Instagram mm-hmm. lately. Um, you get reality but, star. You oh, know, girl. everybody's favorite baby mama. Um, <laughs> Masika. Somebody commented, so we should aspire to be a rapper's 18th baby mom. Right. Uh, exactly. So this is what she said. Quote, unquote, ladies. Parenthes, open parentheses. I use that word very lightly, close parentheses. Stop bragging about your college degree that you're not using. Being dumb enough to waste mommy and daddy's money to sit through four years or more of college just to, open parentheses, try to, close parentheses, do what my college dropout dropout ass is doing, ellipses. I'm glad that she stuck to the standard three. Is not brag worthy, worthy, idiot. She didn't put a period on her, idiot. Um, ma'am, well, you don't deserve a ma'am, sis. How, what, what is it exactly that you're doing that women who are quote unquote wasting their college degree aspiring to do? Please let me know. Like if somebody could just let me know what she's doing. I heard something about she sells oils or something like that. I mean, I used to see men all the time on the subway in dc with like whole bullet. like bullet you know straps containers container full of oil right. okay so i'm i'm not sure but ma'am let me tell you we all cannot sit up here and fuck a one-eyed nigga um and have a baby and that he barely claims and then Lord. argue with baby mama 38 and 39, 38 and 39 on social media you know we we all can't do that i'm sorry um but what we're not gonna do people work very hard for their degrees Listen, and at the end of the day yeah. social media it's something that is around now, but our good sis, micro, uh, our good sis, MySpace, <laughs> she was real hot back in the day. And Hello? where and where is she now? This could all go away exactly. in an instant. And what would you have? And what would you have? Okay, how mm. you can't sell flat tummy tea if there's no Instagram, mm. if there's no Twitter. Mm. Okay, 
You can't do that, hon. This tea is good. It is. It's very good. I hear that the girls love the smooth move because that's basically what flat tummy tea is. <laughs> smooth oh, move. Smooth it move. is smooth move. Nah, what I will say to this is that I understand what she's saying because there are a lot of um, young girls who, you know, have like, and even high school girls that I've seen, like some of my sister's friends who are like super into their social media, really want to be like these Instagram baddies, thotties, whatever you want to call them. But don't ever down or frown upon education, period. When people want to educate themselves and better themselves, there's nothing wrong with that. We didn't have the opportunity, just like you're exercising your right to vote. Get an education because you have the opportunity right. to get an education. Don't let bitches like Masika tell you exactly. that you're bragging about your college degree. Brag about that shit because that shit costs more than her hair, more than uh, her business, more than anything she's probably going to make. Your four years she of ha- college are probably more than the profits from whatever oil she is selling. <laughs> so... So and and your and your corporate job or wherever you decide to you know spread your wings after you graduate, all of that is not going to go in vain. You're going to be set with a network for right. life. Right, and I mean at the end of the day, your college degree and and this is on. There are plenty of people. I know college is not for everybody. It's not. And I completely understand that or whatever. But there are plenty when you do have a degree or some type of certification, even, you know what I'm saying? There are doors that you are able to get in just because of that degree or certification or whatever experience that you may have that makes you qualified for whatever role, you know what I'm saying, that you're trying to get in. Right. At the end of the day, these the, the experience that people have, the degrees that people have are things that people can fall back on or whatever when their quest to being a to having a, their own Fashion Nova discount code doesn't quite work out. <laughs> Well, you said it. You said it. You said it. And I couldn't agree more. So Fuck out of here, Masika. That shit you, pissed me off when I seen that. I said, no, this bit did. go raise your child and go. Be the happy mother that you want to be. Be the happy okay? mother that you want to be. And we will pray that the father wants. Let me not. I'm not mm. gonna go there. Mm. Mm. I'm not gonna go there. You well, just I, keep arguing with your um with your daughter's sister's mothers, daughter's on, sisters, on mothers. sisters and brothers' mothers on social media. <laughs> All forty five. BM four two five checking in. <laughs> BM four two five. Hey BMs one through eight. We're gonna have brunch. Would you like to come? Because I believe our kids are all about five at this point. Damn. So. Yeah, that's deep. Um, but I have something to rant about. I recently came across, and we'll wrap it up soon, but I recently came across um, something called crisis pregnancy centers that are popping up across um, the United States and a few, of course, in our reddest state, Georgia. Um, basically, these places are falsely advertising themselves to people who are going to get abortions. Oh. So there, there, there are different. There are a lot of different facets to this, and let me try to break it down in the simplest way. But I encourage those of you listening to look it up. It's wild. I can't believe this shit is happening. I actually, the interview I wanted y'all to watch was John Oliver. He talks about it very well. He's just awesome. But um, basically, 
He go, uh, goes on to say that these crisis pregnancy centers are popping up rapidly across the United States, and it was started by some re really, really weird white woman, of mm -hmm. course. Um, of course, there are a lot of bases around, like, Christian uh, faith and, and God, of course. And so what they're doing is they're, like, literally changing the SEO, and which is, like, your Google search engine right. and everything. They're changing... Um, to advertise for people who search abortions or get rid of baby, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. So you go to these places and they actually had a little, uh, I wish I had the recording available, but of a call that was made to an abortion, what they thought was an abortion clinic, but it was a crisis uh, pregnancy center or a center pregnant, uh, for pregnancy. And... <laughs> They call themselves like different things, so you don't really know that it's not called a crisis center, a crisis pregnancy center. It's called like love is whatever or mm. my choice or something like that. So you just really don't know. So the lady calls and the guy, she's like, "Hey, I just want to know about how much it would cost for me to get an abortion." And he's like, "Well, we actually don't discuss these things on the phone. You would have mm. to actually come in." But knowing that that's not what your place does, they come and they do uh, ultrasounds for you, you when you come in there they uh, jelly on the belly is what they call it uh yeah come and get jelly on the belly and they go and they'll put little messages in the ultrasound when they're showing you the baby like hi mommy hi daddy like shit like that to try to like urge you to keep the child and they and then one lady in like a little interview she did was like basically saying yeah um you know we'll sit with them for as long as we need to as long as until they don't want to kill the baby like she says that and it's just like what the fuck? You know, I knew this was some white people shit because I've had to do my part as a friend and take somebody and be that person that pick up, drop off, be there type person in a situation like that. And I remember the first time I had to do that and I pull up and it was like white people in weird cloaks outside of the, the place. Mm hmm you know, and it was very Juno, like, your baby loves you. Your yep. baby has nose hairs. And fingernails. And fingernails. And we're just like, bitch, we already know what we're trying to do. It's already hard enough to make that decision. It's already hard enough to make that decision. So for you to try to sway somebody out of that, not knowing their situation, because here's what people love to do. They love to be pro-life until that baby is, is born. born. No, so and then they have to be on some type of government assistance. Yep. because and their parent was not prepared it gets worse y'all it gets worse <laughs> in this interview they talk about how there's a one woman who's like an advocate for it or whatever and she goes they have conferences of course for it to encourage other people to you know volunteer and be a part of it um so she says yeah just up until the baby you know up until they choose to you know carry out the term then we're done then send them on their way you know, so essentially, like, we don't want nothing to do with them after that because we don't have the resources and the funds. They didn't have the resources or the funds to take mm. care of the baby in the first exactly. place. You tried to persuade them to keep a child. There was one woman that gets on there, and she, you know, she's a, obviously a black woman. They show her hands, they don't show her face. And she's like, I was raped. And I called this center, to, and they made it seem as if they were an abortion clinic. And I was, at that point, they were basically telling me, like, you know, trying to persuade me not to do it. And she's like, it's already hard enough. I was raped. Right. Like, but they're still urging her, like, to keep the child. Like, it's a blessing and da-da-da, whatever. They have bands that pull up outside of your shit. And catch this, y'all. All of it, you're paying for. 
and mm. you live in the state of Georgia, you live in the uh, in the southern, this east coast region, there's a few um, trickles uh, on the west coast as well, you're paying for that shit. Government funding. Mm-hmm. Bitch. But we don't want to we, we we, fund Planned Parenthood. But we right, don't want to fund, fund that. Planned Parenthood. And they abortions right, like, is not even a quarter of what they do. Why not talk about contraceptive contraceptives birth control things that could prevent these things from happening talking to the youth but you're spending more of your time trying to encourage people to raise a child that they cannot raise exactly so yeah and then that, that was same my child and that same mother you talk shit about and you tell them to get off the government's teeth or whatever the hell else people be talking Fuck about out of here right you want to drug test them because they're on weird, food bro. stamps it's very honestly it's a sadistic relationship that we have or just that the white people have with everybody else because it's, you say shit like pull up your bootstraps which i found out was actually a joke like it was actually like a punchline that whole phrase pull up your bootstraps yeah was actually like a joke back in the day but they just ran with it and get like it's you want funny. people to pull up their bootstraps and and get to work and mm. and figure out their situation but then you also have put pl- systems in place that have put people in the situation that but they are big in. facts big facts yeah speaking of um contraceptives though uh there's an app that i sent to you all called mm. the natural cycles app and essentially what they're doing is um there's like a they test your um temperature it's a it's an app that is actually out of Europe, but they talk about how much your cycle really matters. Of course, obviously you know like when you're ovulating, mm-hmm. and this is more for the girls' room, but right. you know we're we're moving we're along. There. We're in there. Uh, so it's an app that te- uh, you you actually like. I think you blow on the temperature thing in the like every day, and it tracks like when you should expect your cycle and when like and it's very accurate apparently like, they have like a lot of you blow on this like this thing it looks like a temperature thermometer. like ther- thermometer oh. temperature thing a thermometer i'm sorry y'all i'm tired uh it looks like a thermometer though and basically you you blow blow on it every day um or like up leading up into your period and it really tracks like you'll be able to like avoid cramping you'll be able to avoid all these things because you're like more prepared for like your your um um, what's it called? Cravings, all, all those things. They basically said, uh, "Here's if it takes time to get into the swing of it, but this swing is worth swinging." Um, these are like quotes from people. The best thing is that it's helping me understand my body. Like just being more aware of your body. It's not like a birth control or anything like that. It's natural. It's just telling you like to be more aware of what the signs of your body. Mm-hmm. Like so you don't feel like, oh, I don't know when my period's gonna come because mm-hmm. you'll already know. Uh, but y'all should look more into it because I don't have all the information just yet. But they're very, they educate people, too, through their like Instagram stories about something called the luteal phase or the luteal phase, um, which is like a part of your cycle or part of your body mm-hmm. as a woman. It's just a bunch of shit that we really don't know. We don't talk about mm-hmm. um, all those times that we spent in those damn sex ed class classes where they just showed you they a bunch of STDs that look disgusting and pushing a, a baby out. This and is put, what your body can do. This is what your body can do. They didn't teach you nothing about like your cycle your you know any of this so definitely look into natural cycles that's what it's called on instagram and everything it's naturalcycles.com and they're actually um 
an app based out of Europe, but we can download it. And it just talks about why your cycle matters, your cycle story, and like being in the know. Cause I, like y'all know, I don't really like pills and mm-hmm. medicine and all that right. shit. Like I rather just kind of go through it, tea and whatever else to like calm my body. But maybe if I knew prior to, then it, a lot of this shit wouldn't happen and I could prevent it. Like, I could be taking the ginger prior to it coming, you know what I mean? Like, right. just to kind of offset your body. So, I thought that was cool. And I thought that the uh, crisis pregnancy centers were absolutely outrageous and weird. So, make sure you know your body enough to know that you don't need to be getting pregnant if you're not prepared to be getting pregnant. I'm definitely going to be pushing that with my legislators please you, you know i'm an activist on that so yes yeah. no please no look please into do, it because yeah. i don't know what they're called like and that's the other thing they don't have to say what they are mm. that's so crazy they literally like they they go to the the point of the law the, like the, they know so much about it and then they have these handbooks that teach them like what to say too that's the other thing watch that, that interview so with john oliver it's crazy. gonna freak you out no but they showed they like showed they showed what states they're in and they were all red states so you know because that's the people that care about that type of shit yeah. and i'm not saying that i'm for abortion but i am pro-choice i feel like it's not my body to tell somebody else what they should or should not do now i do think there are situations where people are like reckless and they you know give abortion after abortion and i feel like that might not be great for your body right um, but it's not my body. <laughs> like, how exactly. do you tell some persuade somebody over and over and over again? It's somebody no, who was it just there are men in Congress me. who cannot identify a clit that are telling people what to do with their bodies. <laughs> Yo, there was a preacher on there who was basically like flirting or like harassing a woman or um and like his verbally harassing the woman on what he was saying. And like talking down on women, but he's supposed to be like a preacher and exactly. pastor. Like it's just you know, Honestly, folk crazy. And my, folk crazy. Yeah, folk crazy. My mom from from day one has always told me that at the end of the day, you can't put people on pedestals. At the end of the day, they still people. Mm-hmm. They still a man is still a woman, and you you can't put nothing past nobody. I think that's when, the moral of this whole conversation we've had today is mm-hmm. that people are simply people. You can't put Kanye on no pedestal. You can't put Candace on no pedestal. Right. You can't put any of these people on a pedestal. Even the president of the fucking United States, who's ridiculous. Right, he's still a human being, mm-hmm. and he's. I'm gonna have to extend my patience to keep my peace because I don't have exactly. time. Exactly. I just had two things I wanted to rant about. One, customer service is so important, y'all. <laughs> it's so important, y'all. I made a visit to my local Waffle House, and we're not even gonna get into Please, all the other Please, let's crazy not get stuff. into Waffle House. We're not week. even gonna get into the crazy Waffle House stuff. I'm just gonna go with the basics, okay? <laughs> if I walk in and all I ask for is a waffle and some sausage. And I am waiting for 20 minutes. What? For a waffle and some sausage. And meanwhile, Henrietta over here has, Henrietta. Come, has come in to ask for her two ham sandwiches. And she has gotten them before me. What? And if I'm standing there and looking, I literally, I, I literally stood there and I said, I am so confused. Right. And oh, girl was like, well, man, what is, what is the problem? What is, Big, what is the problem? Henrietta just and came I in said, with two ham sandwiches. I have been here before Henrietta, <laughs> and she has received her sandwiches, but yet I have not received my waffle. She said, oh, is that all that you asked for was a waffle? I said, a waffle and some sauce. She said, what a sausage take? I said, ma'am, is this not the Waffle House? <laughs> is this not what y'all do here? Right. 
is make waffles. I see two waffle machines back there. Do you need me to go? Like, I'm just, y'all, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. please, like, mm-hmm. please. But see, that's where that word comes in, that patience. But see, some things, some things <laughs> should not require that much patience. Yeah, no, if I go up. to a Waffle House and I ask for a waffle. But you, but you don't go to Waffle House for service. Also, but I don't expect my waffle to take 20 minutes. To That's true. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm just saying, you right. know, you don't go to Waffle House for no goddamn service. This is true. Just like we didn't go to, um, what's that place we went to? Milk and Honey, as good as it is. I'm not trying to put no, you know, bad stuff out there. The service was really trash that day. Yeah. Like very trash. And it it's was. like, what do you, you know, what do you do? It was. What do you do? Second Did y'all thing. know that I was in D.C.? Did you know that? You've been mm-hmm. in Milk and Honey uh, off Cascade? You should go. It's good. You should go. It's Maybe so go good. like during the week, though. Don't go yeah, don't weekend. go on the weekend, mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. It's brunch all day, so you'll be fine. What's the second thing? Um, The second thing is, shout out to Vince Staples. Um, I don't necessarily listen to your music like that, but I am a staunch supporter of anybody who comes out against R. Kelly. I've said oh, did it before, he? Yeah. What did he say? I, 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 he basically, Nadeska old dumbass, was up here interviewing her or whatever. And I, I, don't, I didn't see the whole interview, but he was basically like, I mean, R. Kelly, he basically was like, R. Kelly is a child molesting rapist. And she was like, no, no, you can't say that, Vince. You're going to get your, I'm going to lose my job. Like, bitch, shut Why up. Why are you going to lose your wow. job? Shut up, sis. Like, please. And then she tried to come out after and she was like, I know that, but I know that he's a rapist. Like, I completely get it. But it was just so dumb. That's not even what I want to talk about. <laughs> I just want to applaud Vince, yes. okay, for coming out. But I also want to sit here and say, once again, this is what happens when we don't listen to black women. How fucking long have we been saying that R. Kelly, or I'm sorry, how long have some of us been saying that R. Kelly is a piece of shit and now all of a sudden his publicist, his lawyer, his doctor, all these people are like dropping like flies around him but he has been doing this for decades. Mm So why now? And y'all have been covering it up, and y'all been stepping in the name of love and getting your honey <laughs> love on and all this other shit. Sorry, as if the music classic I'm records. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just have this innate. I just have this ability with people, with music, right. just with things to be able to detach myself if I see that it's some fucked up shit going yeah, on. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. At this point, at this point, it's kind of like it's gone point, off it's, the deep end. It's no excuse. Now I won't say that back in his pissing days that I was against. Our Kelly just yet. I didn't, at that point didn't know. We were too uh, young. We were too young I mean, yeah, we to were, really we were understand. Children, it. But so I definitely was making dances to, and routines to some of his songs. I'm not gonna lie. But to this point of me being a full grown ass adult, exactly, you do have to recognize that this man has caused some great pain to a lot of women, and exactly. I've seen it, you know, firsthand. Like I told y'all before, just like what, how he obviously treats these women and. It's weird. It's it's yeah. strange. It's just I mean, the only, the strange. man has his own Oedipus complex. Yeah, and we all know Oedipus was weird as fuck. Weird He's as a nasty fuck. motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say shout out to Vince or whatever. That's what's up, Vince. But we all need to listen to black people more because we've been said this. Okay, and it shouldn't take a man to say it for people for to but validate that's what for it some takes. people. But you know, it is right what it now. Is. It took Hannibal Buress for people to believe that Bill Cosby was nasty as fuck. So I mean, shit. He ain't my daddy, so I don't care. <laughs> He ain't none of y'all daddy either. <laughs> so get over it. He ain't hey, shit. My daddy. 
and he, he is somebody's TV dad. And even then, bro. that was just for the check. And he and y'all not even getting that no more because of him. So y'all really should have a bone to pick with this nigga. So. I really have a bone to pick with that nigga for real because you ruined the best Rudy, Theo, TV show. Vanessa, uh, Dabness, all y'all. Dabness. <laughs> all y'all should have bones to pick with Bill Cosby for fucking up y'all residual checks. Okay. Hello. Damn. So there you go. Well. Thanks, fans. Great rants. Um, any other girls' room tips? We do have Sister Ebony on the line. Your, your nuts and berries. And yeah, you've, you've changed yeah. over your life to yes. this uh, whole vegetarian. Uh, free, I can't even offer you any wine today. Her hair it has those little coil. Do you use that little brush that goes in circles? Um, do I use the brush that goes? You know, you know the, the brush wave that, brush. You know that people the sponge, be putting it to make. Um, I did just get a sponge. I don't really like it. I still use my brush, and I just go on circular motions. <laughs> Um, I also use a toothbrush on my edges. Yes, yes. I can see. Yes, we see. And castor oil gel. Yes, um, castor oil gel. Yes, with the that uh, exists. The um, yeah, the eco styler. Eco styler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they oh, do. they have yeah, castor oil gel. I did like mm-hmm. it. It just didn't do enough hold for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just do but the it basic is very moist grass. <laughs> Um, you know, I'll go on with the the earlier topic about our menstruation. You know, your diet helps. I didn't have any cramps this period, and I was very happy. Hmm. I didn't even know I was here. Woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, there's a little pinkness down there, but I feel great. (laughs) Not pinkness. Um, So, yeah, you know, fruits, berries, nuts, the nuts that you eat. Some people eat those other nuts. I'm like, chomp, chomp, chomp. I mean, you know, everything (laughs) has protein in it, as you Mm. you desire. Yum, Um, yum. Yeah, but you know, your diet is real important. Um, And exercise. That's that's all I got for the ladies. Oh, and just love yourself. Love yourself. Let let go of these toxic relationships. Hello? Mm. And not just with men, with women too. Mm -hmm. Because look, sister, I got my own drama. And I I love you, but if you bringing me all this negativity every time we talk, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got to go. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my talk for the girls room. Amen. I like that. That's a good talk. I mean, that's so real. I feel like it comes to a point in anybody's life when you realize, like, okay, I can only take too much. I mean, so much. Even coming down to decisions of everybody's going out of town this weekend for Broccoli City Fest. Safe travels, by the way. Thank you. Um, And I was like, I'm gonna just go. Like, I got, I got some business in DC that Sunday. But then I was like. No, I'm not. Right. For what? Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. Yeah, man. Know that, you know, you may have a hell of people telling you, like, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. Be real with yourself. Right. And I some, also yeah. I have a topic on that. Tell us. Uh, this touches on friendships. I saw two contradicting things on Instagram. So one said, if you really my friend and you know my money ain't like that and you know I can't come out of town for your birthday or I can't come to this brunch, don't get mad at me. You know my financial situation. Mm-hmm. I saw another one that said, oh, don't ask me to come to nothing because when I went to Mexico, y'all didn't want to come. Where was my friends at? Um, at work. Right. right. Trying to get a check, pay right. my bills. Every like everybody's not in the same point as you in their life. And you probably not even at that point, but it's your birthday. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, live your life. I took I definitely took out of my savings so I could enjoy my birthday and I'm not I mad sure at it. Too. It's back in there. We made it happen. Yep. You know what I mean? We back on track. But mm-hmm. That's my birthday. I can't expect it for my friends, which is why, like, a lot of times nowadays, I don't include my friends on my birthday plans because it's just like, I don't want to stress you out because I'm turning a year older or I'm doing, 
sorry y'all some trips you're gonna have to say no to yeah some things you're going to have to say no to and it's okay and if they're your friends they're gonna understand exactly. it period mm-hmm. if they're your close friends or your sisters or brothers they're gonna understand it i promise you don't let these folks try to uh sway you into like spending all your ga- goddamn cash exactly to live a life that they're trying to live and that's all I will say because when I go to Miami, y'all, I told y'all I'm chilling. So I'm telling y'all now, when we go to Miami, we pull up for the painting party. That's my move and my check. That's why I'm there. Yeah. Other yes. than that, we're going to the free beach. It's yes. free. Amen. Good I'm sand, completely good down with it. I good, mean, yeah, people just got to, people say a lot of things and I know in other people's situations. But if that's and your they, friend, though, you should really oh, yeah, respect yeah, that yeah, situation. Yeah, that's your friends. But I just see a lot of people that talk. Yeah. Oh, y'all should be doing this. And y'all, and I'm like, you don't know nobody else's that's true. situation mm-hmm. or whatever. But also, if you do know your own situation, you need to be mindful Check of it and take yourself yes. out of the game. That's why I'm like, if listen, need be. Because guess where I'm getting my fist for Broccoli City Fest? South to Cat Mall. Amen. Yes. South and y'all gonna Mom. be liking all them Instagram photos. Hello. Like, where you get that from? Mm. <laughs> Everybody was asking about them pants I had on Instagram. I said, like, yes, good green bride. Good green bride. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I love a good green bride. The shirt and the pants that you talking about. Oh, and shout out to FSO Cares, y'all. Yes. Um, y'all will have two days after this episode is out to give us your physical donations. Or some or, cash. Or some cash at PayPal. So, you know, email us FSOCares at gmail.com. I don't know if I spoke on it too much on here, but shout out to E for stepping up and show, I mean, not stepping up, showing up to our uh, meet and greet and our workout child. Yes, yes we did that this weekend. Um, but basically we're trying to award, all of us went to Mays High School here in Southwest Atlanta. We graduated there class of 2011 and a group of um, our friends are actually getting together to award um, three students. Yes. Right. With a, one student will have a five hundred dollar book scholarship headed off to college and they're all senior girls um, because we were all girls and we had forged a friendship as well as um, understood that the common thing between all of us was that we're really into educating ourselves and education and um, our college experience were really important experiences were really important to us so that $500 book scholarship as well as a trunk with college essentials and then the two runner-ups will also get a college trunk with college essentials shout out to Sue Jasmine because she's already provided one trunk with college essentials thanks to her chapter at South Carolina State from Delta Sigma Theta shout out to them um and we have some donations and we have a, a lot of um people who are showing up and turning out with the monetary donation so we appreciate y'all but if you're still interested please hit us up fslcares at gmail.com is how you can send your donation via paypal yes please support these ladies y'all they try and do wonderful things in the community and next year we hope to reach other schools and you know do other things but right now we got to work on these the youth because they really feel like you they are entitled to whatever and it's like all y'all got to do is fill out the application and turn into a project y'all it's real simple. Very simple. 500 words. That's or a it. video. Y'all do that every day on the ground. Literally. Child. So, we'll see. But, um. I told them to whip and they know y'all would Listen. No, I'm not going to preach on this here. We're not going to. I would like to talk about that on the next episode, though. How people feel very entitled. And I hate to sound like an old head. Because I don't really feel like an old head. I feel very young and youthful. Yeah. But, damn, these. We old. We, we're getting up there. but are not that old, though. No. But I'm saying, in, in the grand scheme of things, these yeah. kids really think a lot differently. And, like, I be having to have conversations with my siblings and my nieces and people like that to understand, like, why do y'all think like this? Why do you think that people are just going to give you something, like, 
I don't get it. It's so crazy though, because people say the same shit about us. But but it's not true but, but though. But it's not true for but, us. But it's not true for us. I just like, want to be like, respected. I feel exactly. like maybe like the year maybe like the year under us is like the last of like people who felt like they actually had to work for something. Like you actually have to work for an internship. Your mom is not gonna just get you an internship. Exactly. You know what I mean? But neither here nor there. Um, we do appreciate y'all for supporting us and thank you, Ebony, for sitting on the podcast. Yes. Oh, thank I love you, this. <laughs> I wasn't as prepared, you know. I'm gonna have notes next time so I can really be involved. But I support the girlfriends. Thank oh, you, thank girl. You. And we stamp that. I can't. Yes. Wish <laughs> Shout out all to right. PA. Yes. And as always, um, please, if you all have anything to say about any of the situations, I know we asked y'all before, but we didn't really touch on the Waffle House situation. So if you have any concerns about that or if you want to get involved somehow, please contact us. FSO. FSO. Sorry. Girlfriends, the podcast. <laughs> My mind is on the money, y'all. I'm trying to get these kids on yeah. out of here in right. college. But no, please contact us with your letters to your girlfriends at girlfriends, the podcast at gmail.com. Or, or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at Girlfriends Pod, or like us on Facebook. You can send us messages on Facebook too. We'll respond um, at Girlfriends Podcast. Um, we also still have the survey up in our bio on Instagram and on Twitter, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you have any thoughts, just you know about things that you like about the podcast, things that you think we can improve on, you know please let us know and um, please also just rate um like comment subscribe all that stuff whatever you do uh wherever you're listening from on the itunes app as well as soundcloud just repost and share with your friends and also keep us in your prayers because we find out very soon if we um are in the running to be america's next top no i'm just yes. uh we find out very soon <laughs> if we're <laughs> eligible to be a part of the sound up boot camp with spotify exactly. so Please keep us on your prayer call, your prayer call list and all that stuff. We appreciate you. On the main line. On the main line. Amen. Thank y'all. Bye. See y'all later.